Sports vs. Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Williams, and we are finally back. Uh, it's been like two and a half, maybe three weeks since we did the last podcast, and it's not really our fault. Me and Chris did one last week, and uh, YouTube decided that we didn't. So, we're back again. Uh, this time, we are with, oh, there's Rob, but we're with, uh, with Boris. Boris, say hello back. to people. Back for 2018. Finally, finally. It's been a while since we had Boris on the podcast, but he's here. Uh, Chris is here. Chris, say hello to people. What's going on, people? How y'all doing tonight? And a special guest, Rob. <laughs> Rob's here. <laughs> Rob, say hello to the people. What up, people? Boris, my G, what up, man? What's going on? Chilling, man. Before we jumped on, we were talking about a couple things, and I want to I want to get into the first one. We were talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers and their issues as a basketball team right now. Uh, where do you see them ending up at the end of this season, Boris? Like, what do you do? You see them going to the finals? Do you do you think anybody can beat them in the Eastern Conference, even with them being a horrible, horrible team? What, what do you think? Okay, Boris doesn't want to answer that question. Rob, I, I, I missed the. You were chopping up a little bit. I, I didn't know you were you were coming. No, uh, no, no, my no. Bad. I, no, no, no. It's all good. I, you know what? They're like a. Th- they're going to end up like a three or four seed. I don't know. <laughs> but like you said, that last game, it's like they can give LeBron all new players. They can give him everything he asked for, but he just – everything's got to run through him. And right now he's not really – I mean, he's not really playing like he's ready for the playoffs. He's not playing for the team. The team. The team. I forgot for it like LeBron. The team. LeBron is doing what LeBron – generally does um that team just isn't good and you know when they made that trade and started winning all those games i think we did a podcast like right afterwards yeah and i think everybody on the podcast was saying yeah i want to see this team a little bit more before i decide they're you know they're good well everybody was going crazy about you know the, the one streak that they went on we were a little bit you know we had cooler heads we weren't about to just label this a good team because they were you know winning games during the honeymoon period. Uh, Chris, what, what do you what do you think? What do you think is going to happen with this team? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to say that Brian isn't going to reach the finals, but I think this season is really showing a different side of LeBron and the Cavs in general with all the um, – just the drama and the gossiping and the lo- locker room leaks. I don't know. I mean, it might be time for a new East champ. And whether that's the Raptors or the Celtics or whoever else is going to come out and beat Cleveland in a seven-game series, it's about that time. Now, do you think um, the Raptors have the mental fortitude to finally beat LeBron? Because I mean, it's not a it's not an issue of talent with the with the Raptors, Rob. It's more about, I guess, to be, to put it bluntly, it's about whether or not Kyle Lowry can play well in the playoffs. Do you see them? Being able to topple the this Cavs team because this isn't a good a good Cavs team. You I mean, guys okay. are out your damn minds if you don't think that whatever team LeBron is on isn't going to the finals. I don't give a fuck who's playing in the East. I don't care. I don't believe in the Raptors. We never had. Why is it is this year all of a sudden going to be any different? Have you seen the Cavs play, Rob? The last couple of games. I don't care. I don't care. I've seen LeBron take worse teams to the finals. I think this might be the worst team he's had. Offense. Hell no, this ain't the worst team. This ain't the worst this is, team. This is the worst team he's had since they the they went to the finals the first time at Cleveland. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. That's that's a better way of putting it. I'll I'll take that. 
Well, even even still, I I mean, I mean, I I, I feel like you know we like I know this is probably a little bit later than than normal when it comes to cast, but this is also the first time where it's been a completely new starting five. Yeah, in the middle late, of the season. This, little, this late just, too, so I I think it's a little bit different, but I. I don't I see, I don't see team that has LeBron on it being beat by any of these teams in the East. I just don't see it. Like I, I get it that they're, they're, they're playing, you know, poorly right now. I just I don't I don't see it. I'll believe I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll believe it when I see it. I can see them not winning because of how badly this how bad this team is. This team is awful, and the problem is that defensively they did not get better by getting these new guys. It's like, okay, you get rid of Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is a bad defensive player, but like how much better is Jordan Clarkson than Derrick Rose is defensively? And so far from what I've seen, not much, you know, not not. much at all. George Hill, which I think if anybody has followed the thread, we've all said that George Hill is cooked. He's not a good basketball player anymore. He's probably cooked back when he was in Indiana. But wasn't George Hill kind of doing his thing earlier this season, though? Like, he was doing all right, wasn't he? I mean, you know, a lot of dudes play well at the beginning of the season when the legs are super fresh, you know what I'm saying? And then they come back down to earth. Yeah, but, but Sacramento, wasn't they, like, benching them for, like, days at a time because they, quote-unquote, wanted to see a young player? So shouldn't his legs yeah, still were, be kind of fresh? Yeah, but he's also older, so That's maybe true. not. You know, I do feel like George Hill been in the league for like twenty years. I mean, you think about it; he was on San Antonio first, like like either his first two years or either maybe his first year. Yeah, San Antonio traded him to Indiana to draft Kawhi Leonard. So as long as Kawhi Leonard, he's been um, as long as Kawhi Leonard has been in the league, he's been in the league a few years longer than Kawhi Leonard. So um, I don't know. I, I I still pencil the Cavs in as the final favorite in the east but if if the raptors beat them i would not be surprised i mean, it yeah, would I, I mean like i said i mean that that's that's fair i'm I'm not gonna just give it to them all back just you know what I mean? yeah, but just, that's the I'm difference saying, between this year and every other year every other year you just give it to them it's like it's well, not yeah, I'm, yeah I, I, but they also had a perennial like two perennial all-stars you know leading away at that point you know for, forgetting lebron like now you got a piece together team at this point, especially a team that you just put together, um, you know, what, a month? Not even a month. I didn't didn't have them penciled in from the beginning of this year because I did not think we all all knew that team was bad. We we knew it was bad. We knew it was bad once they lost Kyrie. You don't lose that kind of production and just be be the same. Like, that's, I mean, like, you're still going to trail water because you got LeBron. You're not going to lose. A bunch of games with LeBron on your team. That's just not gonna happen. He's he's not that kind what of they, player. What are they now? Like fourth? Fourth. They're fourth. Yeah. They're fourth. They're behind uh, the Celtics, the Raptors, and the Pacers. Yeah. So the, the Pacers are winning the Central Division now. This is gonna be interesting. Well, they're tied. Oh no, no. Pacers are up half a game. Half a game. But, yeah, but I, I think this might be finally the year where you don't see LeBron in the finals. I mean, he's been to what seven straight finals? Something like that. Something like that, but. Every year, Toronto has been on the rise, and and then they fall apart in the playoffs. It's mostly Kyle Lowry. Like I'm putting that out there. Like I, I'm not going to. to and look, every Kyle he Lowry is, is the reason. Game. He's the reason. He does. He. I don't think he's ever had a good playoff performance. 
if he plays well in the playoffs, they beat the uh, they beat the Cavaliers, and it has nothing. So we're, to do so with we're basically banking this on Lowry actually showing up this year. If he saying. shows up this year, they beat the Cavaliers. It's like it's not about LeBron. This isn't a LeBron thing. LeBron is going to do his thing. Those other guys are not good, and then you have enough guys on that team that have never been in the playoffs. They've never been in the playoff series before. I don't know how Jordan Clarkson is going to perform in the playoffs or. A couple, whoever else has never been in the playoffs on that team, or Larry Nance. Nance. I have no idea how these guys are going to perform in the playoffs. Larry Nance don't want to get nobody a goddamn uh, autograph. A kid. I was just going to say that. So, He's running away he from a kid. So <laughs> whack for that. He's so whack for that. Like, come on, dog. Like, like seriously, Man, I hope it, wasn't like, it wasn't like a whole. The whole fifth grade class came up to him. It was one shorty. <laughs> it was one kid. It was one Man, shorty. Was like, it wasn't like it was people uh, like following them. Everybody's following <laughs> him around like he's fucking Michael Jackson or something. It was like, it was like, like I, I posted on Twitter. It was like, bro, could have signed that autograph without even breaking his stride. Without even really? stopping. He could have completely grabbed a pen and signed an autograph without even breaking a, a, a sweat. Now, did you hear his defensive not uh, signing that autograph? I didn't. He's like, I don't have to what, what, what do anything. Was it? it was basically, that was basically, oh, I don't have to do anything. Wow. I don't have to sign. That sounds like to me a kid that grew up with a bunch of money in his pocket. Yeah, I hope that kid he definitely uh, did that. I hope that. Kid First of all, who's asking? <clears throat> who's asking Larry Nance for his autograph? It was just a little kid. It was just, just like, one it was kid. Just a kid. It was one kid. Better taste player. Kid that recognized him. Yeah, because because the mother in the video, yeah, no idea. Like, who is that? She's that. Who's that? <laughs> Mary Nance. <laughs> yeah. My, all, all the mother knew was that her son ran up to a, a dude that was tall and was like, "All right, he must be famous. Let me record this so he can have you know a memory of it." Now the kid got a memory of, of uh, somebody he potentially liked at one point. It was funny. It yeah. like she was like, uh, "I'm not a fan." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I bet you are." <laughs> oh, moms, because now you got yeah. a, you got a recording of it. Yeah, I hope that kid makes it to the league in ten years and dunks on his ass. Dunks on his on his old ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what? I was about to say something, but I'm not. <laughs> that kid doesn't have a chance of hell. <laughs> and if you've seen the video, come on, man. <laughs> Not a chance oh, to go so <laughs> hey, his dreams twice in one day, man. Just being honest, y'all. I'm telling uh, you, not my, but, my the brightest moment. <laughs> I'm just dumb day. I, I think you should be, you know, you should tell the kids the truth. Everybody else out here lying to them. I'm telling these kids the truth. Pick up a book, son. No participation trophies. There ain't no participation <laughs> trophies up in here. You are not going to the league, young man. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, what I was saying, yeah, it, it really just depends on Kyle Lowry because DeMar DeRozan for the last couple of years has been doing this thing in the playoffs. Nothing's going to change there. I don't think DeMar DeRozan is going to all of a sudden, you know, forget how to play basketball in the playoffs. It's not him. It has not been him. It hasn't been anybody else on that team. It's been Kyle. Now, if Kyle Lowry can come in and play basketball the way we expect them to play basketball, I, you know, I, I, they are a better team. Up and down, they are a better team. So he needs to play like, you know, the finals are on are on the table because they are. This isn't, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't the unbeatable LeBron teams that, you know, we've had in the, in the past. This team is very beatable. He has to come out and perform like, you know, whether he does that or not is anybody's guess because you can't depend on Kyle Lowry. So. Yeah, because 15.8 uh, points in a playoff series isn't going to cut it. No, not, not for a, a star like – Superstar, right? Of that team, it's him and Demar Derozan. <laughs> crazy when you gotta ask, right? Superstar. They got jokes tonight. 
No, that was, I mean, it's Kyle, I mean, Kyle Lowry isn't a superstar. He's a star player. He's not a superstar. I mean, is he? A star. He's a star. This is a cat that people were kind of laughing at when free agency came around last. Was it last year or the year before? Yeah, it was last year because he thought he was going to uh, San Antonio or whatever. And he basically came out and said, San Antonio didn't want me because. <laughs> I'm fat and I'm white. <laughs> San Antonio don't want me, man. How <laughs> come Pump don't want me, man? Because he's 210. Two <laughs> Easy. Pop like I weigh less than you, man. <laughs> oh, Jamie oh, going with the casual look tonight, huh? He can do whatever he want to do. We'll see, man. We'll see what happens with the. Uh, with the Cavs, we you know we're gonna we're gonna stand the Eastern, stand the Eastern Conference, and we're gonna talk about the Bulls a little bit. Now I, I was on a ball uh, this weekend, and we were talking about the Bulls, and we were talking about draft uh, like draft stock, and where they are, their slot, and uh, and everything. Is anybody else? I mean, I know I've talked about this before, but are you guys annoyed with every game the Bulls win? We hear about how they're messing up their draft position. I think they're pretty much set where they're going to be. Yeah, because there's too many other teams that are active. And we talked about this. I mean, I don't know how many podcasts ago since I missed so many of them, but married. Um, here's the thing: I don't care what the Bulls do, whatever they put on the court is going to be usually drastically better than any other tank team that's out there. Yeah, you can't, expect, you can't yeah. expect the Bulls to put a team on the floor that's going to lose to Memphis. To Memphis. Memphis lost like twenty straight games. Like then the Bulls aren't gonna lose. lose you can't team. expect the Bulls to lose to Atlanta. Like like the Bulls are gonna. I mean like even Cass that's sitting on the bench right now. Like Bobby Portis is better than a third of anybody that's on Memphis. Definitely. What, what, like what like what do you ex- what do you expect them to do? And the fact that we're saying Bobby Portis is better than anybody is you need to know Bobby Portis. You all you need to know. <laughs> like, I know you have a thing for Bobby Portis, Chris. I understand it. I get it. That's my guy. He's all right. Why? Well, I, you know, okay. I get it. Some people okay. attach to certain players. I get it. But I really do need to hear this from you as to why you attached yourself to BP. I don't know, man. I got high hopes for the guy. You know? Why? Um, I mean, he's, he's like 30. Like, what, is, <laughs> <laughs> what, what is he going to show you at this point? He is what he is, right? Like, I, know, yeah, I, know, like, I think that the, he's reached his roof, his ceiling. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. He's, he's 30. <laughs> yeah, he was 30 when he came out. He's 30 when he came in the league. Then he, 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 he do four at, 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 uh, at, at uh, Arkansas? Did he, he did, did four, four at Arkansas and eight at whatever high school. <laughs> 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 this is almost older than me. <laughs> no in hell. It's like crazy, uh, old crazy eyes. I don't expect for Bobby Portis to, to get I like, had high hopes from the day that they drafted. Did we all? I was writing the about the day they drafted him. I'm like, the Bulls got a steal. They got the SEC Player of the Year. We and like, what, what, why he slipped. And like, what was Bobby like? Sick? Oh, what do we get him in the year? Sixteenth or something like that? Something Twenty like second. Uh, okay, twenty second. And you remember, yeah, we were man. all like, "Man, the Bulls got a steal in Bobby Steel. SEC Player of the Year. Wait, 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 wait. Why did the Bulls get the SEC Player of the Year in the twenties? And then you <laughs> saw he couldn't jump in the twenties. He couldn't. He you couldn't slide a piece of paper under his vertical. That's why the Bulls got. I knew damn well that was a new game coming on. My TV was tripping. 
I mean, he but, did up his field goal percentage and his three point percentage, though, so he can't really. He has no choice. Who the hell, who the hell else is gonna do it? I, I I like to use the term a looter in the right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> what I like to coin guys that you know do well like Bobby does well. Like he's a looter in the right. You know, somebody's gotta somebody's gotta get these points. Somebody's gotta that's get these. Shots. Like who the hell else was gonna do it? He he has to. If he doesn't, there's something wrong with him. That's not to say he's a bad basketball he's player. Not a he's, bad, he's not bad. Well, a at one point we did call him bad. He was bad. That was the point. He was bad. Uh, now Bobby isn't bad. He's just not good. He's just not good. And that's all I've been trying to say, Chris. I don't. I don't mean to shit on your boy. I'm not shitting on your boy. I know Chris think I'm just shitting on this boy all the time. I'm not saying Bobby is bad. I'm simply saying he's not good. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, he's better than anybody else he got on the bench. That's not saying much. The Bulls are trash. We're not trash. We're just nobody in the very young. Yeah, like, very young. When is the next time a dope team goes to Memphis? I might drive the six hours to Memphis to catch a, a dope team to play. I don't know. I mean, okay, I, I don't want to say the Bulls. No, the Bulls are trash. They are devoid of a lot of talent. Um, outside of the the three or four people that we know are good, you know, Markin and Dunn, uh, Levine. We know those guys. Either you, you, either you forgot his name or you hesitated to, to say it. So, because Chris, Chris was talking about this, was this was that was that today, Chris? Talk about what? Levine. By how you was kind of annoyed with. Yeah, man. Every single time I watch a Bulls game, there's at least three or four just opportunities for Laura to get some points. You know, he's wide open at the three point line. People don't respect this jumper. I don't understand why. So Dre, the man, the quickest NBA player ever to score 100 three point shots. You can so, see Zach, Zach is looking him off while he's wide open and not passing him the ball. Come on now. So they was talking about they've been talking about this over the last few days on ESPN radio and talking about, you know, the value basically of, of uh, Levine. Would you you know what I mean because like he got a contract situation coming up in the offseason, yeah, right? He's free agent, uh free agent. This after so this. Would you re sign him to like a big deal or, or what would you do with Levine in the offseason? I could not imagine. I mean, they the Bulls have put themselves in a really shitty situation because they kind of have to by trading for him. Because now you you have to kind of have to re-sign him. And it didn't really matter what he did this season; you were going to have to sign him as long as he didn't, you know, absolutely shit the bed. I mean, the Bulls are going to sign him because it's not like he's bad. Considering how he's playing, he's playing well. It's his first time, you know, his first couple months back from the ACL. He's playing well. So, what, 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 I mean, is I mean, are you paying him based off of what you, what you figure he's going to be? So, does that mean you're giving him a thick, thick deal? Like, nah, a, he's he can't get a max, max. Nah, not a chance in here. Boris, you think you can? Yeah, Boris is uh, muted. Chris, you think you can give him a, a, a max, max deal? How many games has Levine played this year? Twenty. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that man be looking to get fifty million. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna get a little bit more a little bit more than that because he's a young guy. He is playing well for the most part. You know, he's I gonna mean, get more than that. He, to be honest, I know a lot of people shit on Zach Levine when he doesn't like show up in games that he should be showing up in. But people forget the man's recovering from an ACL tear. It's, it's not something you just bounce back and just start winning dunk contest. Bulls all fans are, are, are quick, boy. They don't remember when and Derek I, came back. I, I, I thought it was just me, but like I, I, I went into this whole season not expecting anything, anything. from him. Whatever he does is gravy. Is is gravy on top of whatever else? Like I wasn't expecting him to come out, and I was expecting him to come out and and like get some basically get some work in. 
That's get all some, get some, get some work in. Get some, get, get a, break a sweat, you know, score a 20 here and there, you know, show up against your old team, which he did. That's all I really wanted. I wasn't expecting him to come out and show that he's like, all right, I'm the man. This is my squad. This is my team. That's not what I was expecting this year at he's all. He's not there yet. What were you expecting from uh, Levine this season, uh, Boris? Like you guys were saying, basically, you know, just see what he's got, you know, coming off an injury like that. You want to see a guy, see the explosiveness. You want to see, you know, him rising up for the jumper and, and what he can bring to the team. But like you guys were saying earlier, what they're going to do in free agency is kind of, is going to dictate kind of where the direction of the team is going to go. Because if you give him the max contract, which they kind of have to do, right, that's going to say yeah. – or some sort yeah. of or some sort of dope deal, like maybe not yeah. a max, but like a, a decent, you know, what like three year deal, maybe two, three years or whatever. Yeah, you give them a, like maybe two and a one, two and one. Yeah, right. So that's going to kind of dictate. Okay, this is the guy. You know what I mean? They're they're saying this is our guy. We're gonna build a team around him. And last time they did that with Jimmy, they traded him. <laughs> good good thing, so, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm um, glad you brought that up. There we go. Looking back on that trade, who won it? Because you remember watch. the whole thing was uh, the Bulls got murdered. And I, I, I was so annoyed with that story. That day, that draft day, I'll never forget it. Driving to get some ribs. I, I, I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I like this. I mean, aside from the ridiculous – the pick. Swapping them the pick or whatever. I'm like, what they got as far as swapping players? I'm like, I like this. I wasn't as, as undersold and undone as most people was that day. That day, people were, were trashing the kid and saying, you know, he's failed, uh, you know, his rookie season or whatever. And I'm just like, man, like, y'all don't know, y'all don't know shit about what, what, what exactly, Chris, what Tibbs yeah. does with rookie it's- play. He gives them what? You know, at not best with five, rookies. ten minutes a game, maybe? Not with rookies. What he does. does too. <laughs> <laughs> breaks them. You he must break breaks, him. He breaks a rookie down. This is what he does. And I'm just like, damn, like like I'm like t- like they were like Chris Dunn had a horrible rookie season. And I'm like, damn, really? I'm like, it was a I mean, rookie season. He wasn't what, good, what, but he what was did they what, what did they pick him up? What what pick did they have him? Third or something like that? A fifth? Was it really that yeah, yeah, fifth overall. Okay. But, but still, you know, mean? the people who were complaining about the trade, uh, about the done part of the trade, were, to be honest with you, they were people who were just like Jimmy fans. It's like, I'm just a Jimmy yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that, too. Yeah, that's kind of what it was, too. And we're not Jimmy fans. Mm-hmm. Like, I I can say Jimmy Butler is a very good basketball player. I think yeah. I, I, out of all of us, I'm the one who always, like, I, I don't shit on Jimmy. I just say, I'm just honest about Jimmy. You know, I'm honest about what he is as a basketball I'll player. Do, I'll do both. I'll shit on him too. Yeah, see, Rob would do that. I'm not gonna shit on him. I understand what what, what Jimmy is, and I understand what he isn't. But what I'm not gonna do is person. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> about what what he is as a basketball player. And it feels like a lot of Jimmy fans wanted to lie about what he was capable of on a basketball court, and that was the biggest that was the biggest problem for me. Jimmy Butler ain't that goddamn good. You can't you cannot win. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't. You just you know, can't. What's, what's funny is, you know, some of the conversation that I was talking about as far as, you know, uh, Levine goes, you know, some of the callers into ESPN radio was were kind of saying the same thing about Levine. 
that you know was never really said about Jimmy. Not as much, but as far as Levine, like Chris was talking about earlier, um, being a ball stopper or not necessarily looking because they want to anoint marketing. Marketing. No, 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 they, they, they want to anoint him and saying, well, if he's open, you know, get him the ball. He's the man. Build around him. And it's like, well, I mean, I mean he's gonna take his shots too. It's like. What do you mean? Like, like he's he's supposed to get thirty shots a night or whatever. I don't. You know what? Definitely not thirty shots a night. But I've always said that eight shots in a game for that dude is totally egregious and stupid. Like it makes no sense for them to not get him the ball more than eight times in a game. Considering, but, but, and at the same time, though, like ain't like ain't he a rookie too? Like I mean, like yeah, he is. That's he fine. Is still but, a he's a, but he's, but he's a high I, draft pick rookie, and you got to get him involved in the game. Which is like, and the main culprits that weren't getting them in the game were Holiday and Grant, and I'm glad that they don't play them nearly as much anymore. I feel but you still so ashamed get... that I wanted Grant so bad coming out of Notre Dame. <laughs> I wanted, I, I thought that kid was going to be a, at the time a dope backup to Derek. Yeah, he ain't a dope backup to the backup. Me. No, he's he just he's a dribble, 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 dribble. So uh, I, I don't know. I think what it comes down to is this. The NBA, as we know, it, is a superstar league. Is Zach Levine a superstar right now? No. Can he okay. be? Do we do we know that for for certain right now? Or are we just? I mean, he hasn't had a full a full go yet. Okay. Right. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. Was he a superstar before he tore his ACL? He's on his do way. Not yet. Was he, he was on his way. I think he was on his okay. way. I think he had a lot of cats his same age kind of around him though. He still okay. had, he had Wiggins and he had um, uh, Towns. Problem with Towns. Okay, I guess the next question is: Do we see him getting back to that level ever? I do. Okay, then yeah, then then you keep him, and that's just it. You keep him, and he's going to be good, and you're okay. You're going to be okay as an organization because the way he was playing then, he was awesome. He was awesome. There was no taking that away from him. So if that's the case, then yeah, he, you're okay. You're good. So what do y'all think about Dunn then? You know, Don can't Don can't be your best player because he's not good offensively. Not even your best player. I mean, I, I don't at this point I don't expect him to be your best player. See, the thing is, I think he's especially in today's him. NBA. I don't think your best player can be your point guard anymore. He's expecting to be the best player though, and I think that's the the bigger issue between you know they've been talking about this uh, oncoming button of heads between him and yeah. and uh, Levine. I don't think your best player can be a defensive guy in the league anymore. Damn, like, I didn't hear. I didn't hear about that. There's been a like. It's not like it's uh, contentious or anything like that. It's like a natural progression of things when both guys think they're the best I mean, player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's just something that's just bound to happen. My God, is it, we got another Jimmy and, and Rose. I don't think so because I think they actually enjoy each other. It's more of a competitive right thing. now. It's a it's competitive. When Jimmy came around, it was basically like you know, competitive for Rose and, and Jimmy or no, that was no, for Dunn and, Dunn Dunn and Levine. Levine. Oh, okay. Jimmy was just trying to usurp the throne. It was like, yeah. I'm just going to take this. Right. Like we always talked about that when he came in, he was like, I've never been the best player on the team and a leader. And he's talking all that shit before they even play the game. Like what? Wait, what? Exactly. How, how do you <laughs> yeah. do that? How do we jump from you being Jimmy Butler to I'm the best player on the team? All of a sudden, like that is a something like you take steps to do that. Like you don't Jesus just Christ, Jimmy. Come back. Yeah, he took that rear view mirror off and that he was ready. Yeah, he never looked back. Hey, I'm, I'm the man. And then he ran himself straight to Thibs and tore his MCL. He got exactly what he wanted. <laughs> he got exactly. Isn't this what he wanted? He wanted to be coached he harder. To be coach harder. You wanted to be, you know, told to, to go hard. And that's what happened. 
I still can't believe a green man said that. <laughs> yeah, um, you don't. You really don't like the uh, the whole Coach Harder thing. That that's a thing that grinds um, Chris's gears. He doesn't believe. In that. I mean, you're a pro athlete at the highest level of ba- professional basketball there is in the world. And you, you, need, you need to be coached harder. Yeah, but yeah, you want to be the number one option. You want to be the superstar. Come on, now miss me with that, man. Maybe because Jimmy wasn't what he was until that happened. Maybe he he he, he was a, a low pick that made himself into that by by that kind of hard pushing, work. and maybe that's what he felt like he needed to have in order to stay there. Maybe you can get that and not play forty minutes a game too. Maybe. Yeah, it would have been nice for him. He probably wouldn't have tore his MCL if he hadn't came back from uh, being off because his knee was sore and then proceeded to play four straight games of 38 minutes, 37 minutes, 36 minutes, and then it was like a 41-minute game or something in there. Ridiculous. <laughs> I think it was his meniscus. Yeah, tore his meniscus. I'm sorry. Whatever it was, it was because of, it was because of uh, Tom Thibodeau, though. <laughs> the the, the meniscus that the same injury Derrick Rose first got and then the whole injury. Like, no, oh, the first one was the nah, nah. meniscus. Yeah, not to mention everything, Any all the small things that came before the any ankles, of that shit. Man, the ankles, the, ankles, the, ankles, the, the shoulders, the toe. Did he have a shit. hip? Hip at one point too. I'm sure he did. I don't remember the hip, but I'm sure he did. People forget that shit though, Boris. People forget. The little injuries that Derek would play through, yeah, he just and never say anything, and never say nothing. Just go out there and play, and and will and will that that garbage ass team to a win on most nights. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's got two ankle braces on each leg. Basically. Ankle braces on each goddamn leg. Them thick ass ankle braces, uh-huh. man. Like Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he's he, bad he, stuff. Yeah, he was, <laughs> I, I thought that kid wasn't gonna play basketball anymore at one point. Steph is a is a special case, like Rob yeah. said. He he was not going to play basketball. I, I thought you I, heard the story, I was, right? I was I was assumed that he wasn't gonna play ball anymore. Yeah. Oh my god, what a flop! You heard the story, right? He yeah, was one, that dude. That dude's ankles were paper mache at one point. He was one doctor call away from his career being over. He never got that doctor call, and next thing you know, he's the MVP of the league. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Steph was a, was a special case. That's why they are taking extra precaution with these ankles um right now it is nothing to play around with because you know his ankles really are going to decide what happens in the nba Mm -hmm. if he's healthy he's good if if the the warriors are good if he's not healthy they are not winning a championship they're not going to get past um the rockets if he's not healthy so no yeah yeah, that's that's probably true how are we talking about that how many games are left in the nba season this year like 20 Less 20, than 20. 20. Yeah, maybe less than 20 now. What yeah, is the what point is, of playing your best players when you don't need to? Uh, I, I think. I mean, you, you still want to keep them playing, though. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to just say, I mean, like, you don't want to be that fucking arrogant. Like, I know they're arrogant, but, like, you don't want to just say, oh, no, we can we can rest this fool until, you know, June. Like, I don't think you want to do that. good for yeah, them to get him rest. Not I mean, I mean that, yeah, I mean, but you don't want to just. You need them to stay uh, loose and. and, and <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my God! You don't want them to get complacent, right? Get rusty. Any any, any number of these things that could potentially happen. You don't want or to bring him back. You know, too late, and, and like the team is not used to having them out there, and, and it, the it's, the flow is not the same. Because they, got a, you know, they I got need a question for y'all. So, like, I've been watching uh, First Take last couple of days, mostly in the morning. I don't. I don't. <laughs> 
I just sometimes I like hearing idiotic takes and just thinking about it, like, wow, people really believe this. And um, apparently, um, Max Kellerman believes that Ooh. the Rockets will defeat the Warriors because they'll have the home, uh, what was it, home court advantage. Do you think that's really going to be he the? Thinks that be, he thinks they're going to beat them because of home court advantage. Yeah, oh, that's stupid. This is a team that's won two championships. Home court advantage is not that big of a deal to them. Like, of course, they would love to have it, but they like that's not the end all be all for a team that's you know been to three straight NBA finals. Sometimes, yeah, I don't, back yeah, I don't know if that's yeah, that's not for this team. Like, like uh, the the Raptors need home court advantage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Warriors, like the Cavs, like Houston needs home court advantage. They need it. They're not going to beat the uh, the Warriors if they don't have home court advantage. Hell, they might not beat the Warriors with home court advantage. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's going to be a dope-ass series, though. It is going to be a yeah. good series. It's going to be uh, – I'm expecting it to go seven um, games. If it doesn't – I think it's going to be a dope-ass series, man. It's going to be because um, – Wait, James seven Harden, James Harden pulled his James Harden in the playoffs because he has a history of not – He sure the fuck does. We, we don't talk about that as much. We talk about CP or, or Lowry, but he definitely has a, has a history of that. Personally, I think depending on who comes out of the East, that might be the – the series to watch the Western Conference Finals over the NBA. I was finals. just going to say that, like it's like, like I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the whole, you know, just grabbing the best uh, sixteen or whatever. But for those purposes, to make sure you get the best finals, sure. But it would be a shame if you know your best series would be, and it will be. I mean, that Rockets, <laughs> Houston, uh, Houston, and uh, and the Warriors yeah. would be the first time. Y'all talk about like um. Let me talk about James Harden. I show up in the playoffs, and it's crazy because the dude averages twenty eight and like eight, I think five as well in the playoffs. Yet he always never shows up in the moments that count the most. Like stats sound great, but if you're not there when your team needs you, does it really matter? That's James Harden since the finals. Since that finals against um against Miami, the the playoffs has been his Achilles heel. So hopefully he he gets this thing together. Me and Chris talked about this on the last podcast, the one that got erased. And I was just, I was saying, I really want to see how long he keeps this up and whether or not this, I mean, it's really like it just, it's isolation. There's so many isolation plays for him in a single game. And I'm just trying to figure out if that's sustainable over the playoffs and their style of play in general, because, you know, the game is going to grind to a halt, whether or not that the ideology that all we're going to shoot, like, then they just have a game where they shot like 53 pointers in a game. Yeah, like they Jeez. shot more three pointers than they shot two point shots. It was like the only thing they want to do is shoot threes and lay the ball up. Can that win you an NBA championship? Do they have another level? And there's a, there's another thing we know the Warriors right. do. We know the Warriors are going to go to a different level. They don't give a goddamn about the regular season. You can tell by the way they're playing. They're bored as hell. The, the players are coaching. Do the do the Rockets have another uh, another level? Oh no, we don't know because we haven't seen this version of the Rockets in the playoffs yet. We don't know. They right do, now, they, they, they do have CP3 on their team, so they, yeah, that means they're gonna lose in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's like an automatic uh, second round yeah. knockout. <laughs> like what LL at? team, yo, first round knockout, first round KO. Uh, I mean, you know, they're gonna lose to Portland. <laughs> Straight up lose to Portland, the fucking OKC or some shit. I got another question for y'all. Why is everyone 
deeming CP3 as a savior to James Harden, the Rockets, Bulls, in the playoffs. Every time he plays Steph Curry, he gets his ass handed to him. I don't know. I mean, CP, okay. I, I, I talk a lot of shit about, about, about him. I do. And for good reason. He deserves all of the shit that I give him. He's a great basketball player. Uh, will that translate into wins in the playoffs for this team? I honestly, honestly don't know. I have no clue. I don't know what to say about this team. Uh, it all looks good right now, but I really want to see what's going to happen when they're playing the Warriors and the game is close and the Warriors tighten the screws a little bit because it's it's going to happen. They're going to tighten the screws like they do because they are a world-class defensive team. Like I think that's the thing that's most uh, slept on about the Warriors is that they are – Not at this point. Not at this point. We all know. We said that like two years ago that it was slept on that they was yeah, but they they still the most, talk about them like, like they're like number not, one or two defensive team that year or whatever. I think we all know at this point they're not the number one or number two anything now. And I think not that's now their principle the is still there. It's the Rockets now. The Rockets have like one of the best defensive teams in the league, and I'm still trying to figure out if that is just a byproduct of the fact that they run up and down the court a lot, or if they're actually a good defensive team. Because right now, you know, you got them when they play the Rockets score a whole bunch of points. And I want to see if they can continue to score a shit ton of points when the when the when the stakes are higher. Because generally speaking in the playoffs, you're not scoring 125 points. Can they win a game where they only score like 90? I know the Warriors can. I don't know if the Rockets can. That's where that's where I am with that. You see, I don't think they're built to do that though. I don't think they're like that Tony team is. What was it five seconds or less? That's what it is. They want to get. They want to shoot the ball as soon as they touch it. And they've got the shooters for it, but that doesn't mean it translates. More. Yeah, they have the shooting. The shooting. The shooting has never been the problem for them. It's not the problem for them. It's just like I, I just don't know, man. I, I I I can't wait to see what happens in you know this playoffs. This is probably going to be one of the best playoffs in a very very long time. Uh, I, I'm excited. I mean, Portland is good. Portland is damn good this year. Um, I want to see what AD does because what is what does he have though? He has the Pelicans in fourth now in the West while he's putting up Brooke Chamberlain numbers every every other game. He had a triple double with with blocks. Uh, the, the, other Nico the, the Nico effect. The Nico effect. Garbage. As Devin would say, that whack body. <laughs> You say that man has a whack body. Orleans is fifth right now. Oh, they 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 they're fifth now. Okay. Yeah. You see what that happens, man. Who's the sixth seed? Who's the sixth seed? Minnesota. And oh. where is uh, OKC? Are they like four? They're four now. Let's yeah. talk about them for a second. Is anybody <laughs> like kind of disappointed with them? Like like me? Not really. I think they're about where they should be. I'm disappointed in that team. I'm disappointed in them. I think they should be better. I know their record says they're better, but they're okay. Yeah, but I think it's it's a lot for Melo to take this role on that he that he that he has. It's a lot for Melo. It's a lot for, but more importantly, it's a lot for Russ. Russ is having a hard time dealing with having actual good players on his team. I think he doesn't know how to to deal with that. Which is evidenced by, um, you know, some games where Paul George looks like Andre Roberson. <laughs> hey, some games Paul George has like seven shots in a game. Four points, two for 12. 
and some of it is Paul George, but I think if you're the MVP of the league, you should be better at getting an all-star player. Um, man, we can stop asking for that, man. Yeah. Russ ain't never going to be that guy. I mean, Russ ain't going to never win. He's never going to be that guy where he's, you know, some distributor that's kind of getting a bunch of dudes involved and, like, figuring out ways to get – I don't need him to be a distributor. Or figuring out ways to get other dudes the ball and – then he's and okay. So just, he's not, just say um, he's not gonna win. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with you saying he's never gonna win. Just say that. I mean, I'm I'm cool with that. But if he wants to win, he has to figure out a way to do those exact same things. Like you, you can't continue to neglect talent on your team because you want another rebound or you want another assist or you want to take thirty shots. Like you'll never win like that. And I, I'm assuming he wants to win. So you would have to hope that at some point he'd be able to recognize the issues that he has as a basketball player. Maybe he just thinks he's a perfect basketball player. I remember tweeting, win, but he wants to win with you know it being on his back. I remember tweeting not too long ago talking about Russ taking that many shots per game, and someone had the nerve to tell me superstars can take as many shots as they want. Uh, that's they not can, if they don't they care. Yeah, but that's not how team ball works. It's like the AI effect right there. Jordan used to, to do his thing, and it took a coach to come along and say, "Hey, hey, 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 we can't win with you doing this, man. <laughs> like this, this isn't gonna work, sir." And maybe that's what it is. He's had a couple coaches that he just doesn't respect enough to listen to anything they're saying as it applies to team basketball and getting other guys involved. Maybe that's the the whole thing. But if he wants to be a, a winner, he has to figure out how to play the game of basketball without it being all about Russ. And right now, everything is about Russ. And they're not going to win with everything being about Russ. Not when you have guys on your team that are as good. I mean, Paul George is a superstar basketball player. You know what I'm saying? You got to treat him like that. You can't treat him like he's Andre Robeson. But some games, that's how he treats him. (laughs) That's how he treats him. We were talking about – while we were talking about Jimmy, I did want to talk about something – how do you guys feel? Think Jimmy feels about Derek being on uh, Minnesota now? That's a good goddamn question because I thought about that when they were talking about signing him, and I'm like, wait a minute, really? Like, I don't know because you know I'm I'm sure you know Mister Mister Man felt like all right, you know I'm I'm in Minnesota, or even when Derek was gone, like all right, it's my team now. So like now is it like all right, you come you've come to my team now. I'm sure it does. That's exactly how it is for for both of them because Derek isn't a good basketball player anymore. And, you know, in terms of superstar status or uh, being somebody that you could lean on, uh, he's not that player anymore. So he's definitely a role player on Jimmy's team now. It's crazy how things have come full circle in that uh, that aspect. It's also crazy how James has Tyus Jones playing 17 minutes per game and he doesn't (laughs) trust (laughs) him. It's funny. It's really funny. Yes, Tyus Jones doing what? Tyus Jones averages like 17 minutes per game. And Tibbs still went out there and got Derrick Rose. Well, he wants to make him the Minnesota Timberwolves. So <laughs> you let him do what he's doing. But, okay, Derrick got signed to, to Minnesota. Why do so many people hate Derrick Rose? Like, did he? me off, man. Okay, he's not a good basketball player. You don't think he's good anymore. Fine. Boris, now what? Where do you know we what? go from there? Where do we go? Like you said, he's a role player. I, I mean, why do people hate him? I mean, maybe it's the whole, you know, when he won the MVP, people feel like he didn't deserve it. 
which is crazy to me. <laughs> but I, I honestly, I'm not sure where all the hate comes from. Uh, is it people feel that he was overhyped when he was one of the best players in the league? Hell no. That ain't it. overhyped. Fucking, fucking fuck people. Uh, yeah. but, uh, uh, but I'm trying to figure out when we get to the, the stage of the conversation where someone says, I think he's bad. He shouldn't be in the NBA. Okay. He's still in he's the not NBA. He's that bad. <laughs> he's still, okay, but people say that. But he's still in the NBA. Now what? Because he, he's still, you know, he can still score the basketball. That's why he's in the NBA. Because he can still do what he's has done his whole life is put the ball in the hoop. He's not he any not- worse than any any backup point guard anywhere. Anywhere. I don't care what you say. If you get this man 20 minutes a game. That is the max that he should get, by the way. It should be 20. 20 minutes. I mean, you figure he can average 15 points or so if he if he's given the ball and, and able to play Derrick Rose ball. But what happens after we say he's no longer good? He shouldn't be in the NBA. Why do I'm trying to me and my brother were talking about this. Why do people wish him? bad like wish bad things upon him i don't want him to be in the nba anymore what what is that like i i, I understand what it's you said anomaly, man it's an anomaly people, like people try to felt- hide behind that whole um you know case that he had you know you, you bring stuff up like i had a a back and forth with kelly uh dwyer earlier uh, today about um the story uh him co- coming out and saying you know somebody asked derek you know what was your what's your the, uh, the, the no. consent thing, huh? Consent well, yeah, thing? he he got to that, but it was, but that's the thing though, that wasn't even what the story was even about. It was, you know, what's what do you do to keep yourself in shape? And Derek's answer was basically like, well, you know, everybody kind of has their vices. Mine is sweets, it's candy. You know, it I, has I, been. I I love I love Skittles. Um, you know, and every you know they're coming out with different flavors and whatnot every other month. You know, and it's, it's it's hard for me because I love sweets. And like that was a story that somebody posted, and right under it, Kelly Dwyer was like, "And this man is 30. And I was just like, "What?" I, so you you don't have any vices? You have no vices whatsoever that you would go to the store and go, "Man, I know I don't need this, but, but I'm gonna buy four of them." <laughs> man, I'm 33 and I'll destroy be... a jar of Nutella. I'll tell you what, man. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's stuff like that. So like, but yeah. like. As a grown ass man, like all right, whatever. That, I, that, that's what I that's like. Your thing. That's my thing. That, that's it. Like I, I don't have to be looked at with some kind of kid because of it, or you know what I'm saying, or, or you don't have to demean me because of. So I was just like, wait a minute. What I asked him, I said, what does that have to do with the original story? It's just like you know, he doesn't. Need, that's when he got into the consent thing. He doesn't understand consent. I, was like, I, I mean, again, what, what, I, I what asked you. Here, let me know. Let me let me let me get full context and go to the back the the back and forth just so that. Yeah, because you know what, I actually like Kelly, so I don't want to. Um, and then, he, but he he showed his true colors. It was just like, you know, I'm not gonna let three one two get into uh, you know, my you know, like let that cloud my judgment. It's like, but nobody's asking it, asking it to like, what does that have to do with anything? Okay. I, I don't remember anybody. You remember when Lamar Odom was at, like, he had just won the, um, the MV, the, the six man of the year award or whatever. He's six man of the year. You remember what his biggest thing was? He said his biggest problem was he's a candy man. He was a candy. He was the candy man. That was his goddamn nickname, the candy man, because he ate candy all the fucking time. Was it a big problem? Was if you want to go more recent, I, I responded, to that, Marshawn he, he, Lynch. He, he didn't respond back. I said, "Listen, 
Um, I'm trying to find it now. I'm like, uh, Marshawn Lynch announced that he ate sk- Skittles during a game, you know, because he, he loved them so much. And I mean, he ended up being the fucking eating them. He was he ended up being the fucking spokesman for Skittles at some point because it was it was a big thing. It was like, oh man, that's so dope. He loves Skittles, and there was commercials and all that, all kinds of other shit about it. You, you know did what? You, for did me, you hold him to the same to the same standard. Are you saying, Boris? I was just going to say that now that I think about it some more, for me, it comes back to two things where I don't know if this is a local bias or what, but I feel like a lot of the animosity towards Derek started oh, the ACL, the ACL when he, he, they told him he's ready to play. And he said, I'm not ready to play. I can't come back yet. That was one. And then the second thing is when a lot of times he would get in the conversations or, or interviews and he would try to, you know, open up a little bit and and speak his mind, and that would just get warped yeah. and <laughs> turned into you know a snippet, turned into a headline about you know Derek is you know saving his knees for for meetings for, or or whatever for, yeah for PTA meetings <laughs> yeah whatever stupid you know what I mean so I think that's what for me at least from what I've seen that's where some of the animosity kind of grew from. But it's just it's ridiculous, no matter how you look at it. Yeah, the, you know what? Now that you bring it up, but yeah, you know, it, it was so many different injuries and teams ago. I had actually forgotten about it. But you're right; that was probably the beginning of it. And if we have anybody to blame for that, it's the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, because they they started all of that nonsense. And they leaked we, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, we could we could blame them for that. Um, did I did, did I get blocked? <laughs> That's a hell of a revelation on the podcast. <laughs> Did he block me over this conversation? Man, I, see, I see the conversation, but I don't see his replies. Maybe he deleted them all. That's very possible too, because I, I mean, so I don't know how this works. Since I'm on my computer doing this shit, do you still see their name when you're blocked? Uh, you know what? I'm never on a computer or on Twitter, so I have absolutely no clue um, I mean, I still how see it his works. Name, but I don't see his replies. Well, you can click if you click on his um, name and try to watch it, look at his profile. You'll know very quickly. If you oh, that's, that's a good point. Let me try that. Nah, he deleted it. I'm looking at it now. He deleted it. He deleted him. Okay. Yeah. I almost because said of, something. I almost said something, and I held it. I held it for the sake of the eight two sources podcast. I almost said it. He deleted it, huh? Why? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people delete their uh, their their tweets. Maybe because he realized, wait, this is fucking stupid. Because one thing has nothing to do with the other. Maybe I shouldn't. Well, think, well I feel proud. Then maybe I helped them realize that it that it, it it made no sense. So then we'll just have to go off of what I said, and I can I can paraphrase um, what he said. Let me go back. Whatever. Maybe, it was, maybe he man. read what I said, and I was like, wait a minute, one doesn't have anything to do with the other, and he didn't respond back. So I figured maybe he was all right. You know how they. When you're a celebrity or whatever, you just kind of dive out and don't say anything else. Like, ah, maybe he's done. Oh, wait, you said Kelly Dwyer. Oh, no, yeah. fuck that dude. I thought you were talking about Kelly Scaletta. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Scaletta's yeah. cool. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. He's, he's corny, but he's cool. He's corny as hell. He knows yeah. it, though. He plays up Yeah, to he it. plays off of it, yeah. Another thing uh, I was talking about while we were on the, on the um, subject of Kelly Dwyer, because he's, a, he's one of those guys. You know those guys, you know. Wayne shares per 48. He was one of those guys. Maybe <laughs> talking, talking about uh, analytics on the on the ball, uh, ball on bulls. And I don't know. It, it might just be me. But do you enjoy basketball the same way you used to? Because I don't enjoy it the same way I used to. Really? No, I don't. I feel like a lot of the players look at that shit, too. And a lot of, like, you want to know something that pisses me off? 
I hate the guys don't heave the ball at the end of a quarter anymore because they're worried about their fucking three point percentage. Yeah, you remember when, you remember when guys used to take that shot? So are guys really doing that? I mean, is yes. That really... Yes, guys are really, really doing that. They'll like you'll see some dudes they'll pass the ball to somebody else because I'm not shooting it. I'm shooting, you know, X Y Z from three, and I don't like. Like I, I understand, like what Houston is doing is cool, but to me, the I don't want to see a bunch of threes and dunks. Like that doesn't interest me a lot. Like I I like watching offense being ran. You know what I'm saying? I, I enjoy that. I enjoy watching offense. I like maybe it's just maybe I'm an old. I'm, I'm I've gotten to my old stage. <laughs> but I enjoyed watching Utah Jazz. I wasn't gonna say it. Do you remember when Utah used to run, like, they run their pick and roll, and it was, like, all this ball movement. It wasn't just a pick and roll to get a three. It was a pick and roll to do multiple things off of that pick and roll. That just does not happen anymore. It's like, I'm going to run a million pick and rolls until I can get a a, a corner three-point. And that that does does not – it doesn't entertain me as much as old basketball used to. Um, I don't like the way basketball is covered. It's just a bunch of fucking nerds spouting off numbers like i read i was looking at some dude talking about how he created some stat and i'm oh like, what is, like why the fuck are we supposed to care about what you're talking you just created a goddamn stat it was like some dumbass formula based on rebounds and missed so, shots and come on man so like somebody might have used to validate cp3 <laughs> <laughs> you know he is the the stat king I, did you see that shit i wrote it was like some Shit about how he was first and and vorp and fucking third and uh win vorp. It's like I don't know. I can't keep up with all of these dumbass stats. It makes the game less interesting to me based off of the way that it's covered. Like everything is about like your your advanced metrics, and it doesn't feel like it's nearly about uh, actually being a good basketball player anymore. Like I would I take the eye test over. An advanced stat every day of the week. What, uh, Boris, what, what do you think about the way the games are being covered and the way guys are actually playing the game now? Man, every time uh, somebody brings up wind shares or whatever, I'm just picturing uh, everybody around a giant pizza, and they're slicing that pizza up, and this dude's like, oh, you had more wind shares, so you get a bigger piece of the pizza. <laughs> it's stupid. stupid. Yeah. All of it is stupid. I, uh, and, like, we were talking about it on, on Ball, and I was like, some fucking idiot that, you know, one of those guys, you know them. You know them. Rob knows them. Mm-hmm. One of them are going to look at this and be like, oh, they're just talking like this because they do- we're not Charles Barkley. <laughs> like, like, I do accounting for a living, so it's yeah. not like, – I know numbers. I'm telling you that shit's boring. Like, it might be fun to you to watch an NBA basketball game and think of – and just, like, go off about, oh, my God, look at the points per possession. Like, that may be fun for you. But me, it was fun when I was just watching guys play basketball. Like, that's what was fun for me. Not having to think about every single possession. You know, this guy is scoring this many points per possession or this uh, scoring this many points per 36 minutes. It's like, man, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Is he good? Please. I can tell. I I can look at a guy and tell if he's good or not. I can do that. I don't need you to show me a fucking polygraph of all these goddamn numbers or up it's and down. Bunch. You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of fucking flow charts about all this other shit that I don't care about. Like, I just want to watch the guys play basketball, and it feels like that's not what basketball is anymore. It's just about numbers. Who can yeah. 
do the most with these numbers. This guy does this. This guy does that. It's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, Chris, if this guy played 36 minutes, he'd get this many points. It's, but it's, he doesn't like play said, 36 man, minutes for a reason. Like, exactly. That used, yeah. that used to be the thing. <laughs> this guy doesn't play 36 minutes because he's not good enough to play 36 minutes. That's what yeah. it used to be, and it's not that anymore. It's like, But we still need to extrapolate it based upon whether or not he did. Yeah. Like, I think it all started with with fantasy sports. That's where it, like that was the genesis of it, and it's just gone way too far, man. <laughs> it's gone way too far <laughs> to the point that, like like Rob was saying, that you know the the actual guys on the court are caring way too much about this crap, you know. So, I mean, that's the way it's been fail. going. Yeah, but I'm with you, man. I think you can just watch a game for five minutes and you can look and see, you know. Is this guy good or not? This guy's a bum. <laughs> like, I don't so. need the numbers to tell me that. And it feels like we're talking about guys, or not us, but it's like the people that, that you know, that cover the games for the most part. Most of, the, the, most of these guys are just bloggers that started off as just bloggers, but now they, they're covering the sports and they're covering the teams. And it feels like the only thing they talk about is the, are these numbers now. It has, it's not about how good the actual basketball players are. We're, we're talking about it in terms of like a chess game and less about the game that's actually being played on the floor. And I don't like that. Maybe I'm stupid. I don't know. I'm just a caveman and don't know any goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> like I should care about Chris Paul's. I don't know. Assist per 72 minutes on the floor. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it just feels. It feels very clinical, and that's what I said on ball. Like the game feels clinical now. It doesn't feel as um, authentic. It just feels like, especially with the way the Rockets are playing, like they've taken the analytics uh, movement and went as far as it could possibly go. Basically. We're never going to shoot a mid-range jump shot. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll die first. Like, like if somebody tried to take a mid-range jump shot, I feel like Mike D'Antoni would just come out there with like fucking hammer and just like break their knees or some shit like you're never shooting a beer range jump shot <laughs> he tried to block their ass <laughs> it better be a fucking three or a goddamn dunk or a free throw and that's another thing it's like you got true shooting percentages which factor in free throws come on man really <laughs> oh, come on is that fun for you rob is that fun do you like these things? hell no I, I mean especially if you if you can notice it coming through on the screen like if you can notice certain stuff happening because it's like all right you know they they're worrying about numbers. I mean, yeah, that 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 it makes it a whole lot you know less fun if, if if players are doing it like you said. They're not taking those shots. You know, you know, as weird as it may sound, some people look forward to those goofy shots. Yes, at, at you know a second, you know, uh, tenths of a second left, and you just just heaving it up. And sometimes them joints going in and it just it, it being it's something awesome. Kind of, yeah, like I I think if Kobe. Because I, I'll use him as a, an example because he's probably the last of those guys. If he was one of these guys, we, he wouldn't be Kobe. Like that's what made him Kobe. He took terrible shots Didn't, all yeah. the fucking time. <laughs> like, but it's like, man, Kobe just hit that shot. But they, I'll say a lot of it though is because shit, he's taking them bitches and hitting them too. He's hitting them. I don't want guys that's worrying about, man, this is a bad shot. Maybe I shouldn't take it. If that's the shot that you think you're hit, if that's your shot, shoot your shot. Don't you know a mid-range jump shot? I I like watching guys work to get like that's Jordan was the greatest basketball player that ever played basketball, and he did not shoot three pointers. He took what the defense gave him. If you're giving me a mid-range jump shot, I'm taking it. I don't give a fuck about what your percentages tell me. Like this is a bad, and I hear it all the time. 
it's a they're giving it to you because it's not it's not a good shot. It's it's a good shot. If it's if it's an open shot, it's good. It's good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Chris, Chris, you yes, sir. You knew. You young. You 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 young. You with these rockets? You know. You one of these young bucks. You want to see threes and dunks, Chris? You want to see no offense being ran? You just want to see threes and dunks and um, screens where people are screening a dude from the three point line into fucking out of space. That's what you want to see. You know, there's nothing better than seeing a play being executed perfectly. You know, like a pick and roll and. It's uh, a big man rolling to the rim or uh, pick you don't want to see floppy. You want to see our hammer. You want to see I mean, there's no nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And, I mean, the Rockets and teams that play like that are exciting to watch. I mean, they just are. But, I mean, at some point, it gets old. Like, we know we know it. We know what they're going to do. We know, we know what they're capable of. But are you going to show something going to show something different? Okay. Here's a question for you guys while we're talking about teams that only shoot three-pointers and how the league is going. If Embiid stays healthy, will the Philadelphia 76ers win the championship with him being the best player? Yes. They need one more piece. They need a, um, I think an all-star wing. You know? So you think that with the way the game is played now, a back-to-the-basket dominant player can still win a championship? I mean, the, look at these big, these new-age bigs nowadays. Porzingis. I mean, people don't talk about um, Nikola Jok. What's his name? Jokic. 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 This dude can play. I mean, and all these guys are capable of shooting threes. I think it's possible. What do you say, Rob? Sorry, I got caught up in this uh, this poll that I saw that I'm kind of uh, <laughs> kind of confused <laughs> on. I'm surprised at the results that I'm seeing. Uh, it's on Twitter. They're yeah. all they're all stupid results. Here, I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw it at y'all real quick. I'm, I'm I'm assuming Chris has seen this, even though this is probably around a time when he was fucking boring. But I'm assuming you've seen uh, all of these anyway. So ESPN has put this poll up. ESPN's 24-hour tournament challenge marathon got us thinking. What's your favorite college basketball movie slash? And out of the choice, what do you think is Blue Chips, Glory Road, I Hate Christian Leitner, or The Fab Five? My favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. Need him again? Um, I'm probably going Fab Five. Of course. I missed the 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 setup for the. Uh, What's your favorite college basketball movie slash doc? Oh, Blue Chips. I love Blue Chips. I like Blue Chips. Chris. Chris is muted. To be honest, I've never really seen a college basketball movie. So. You've never seen Blue Chips? No. Jeez. You need to watch that tonight. I tried to see. You know what, Chris? <laughs> we get some. I tried to give you credit. I said, nah, even though this is probably around the time when he was born, but he's probably seen it. Blue Chips. You've never seen fucking Blue Chips. No, sir. I've never seen it. I hope for that movie. I can sit here and probably write the whole script. If you he's a the program. I think that was Chris. Uh, yeah, that's you, Chris. I can hear myself through your mic. That's weird. But what they were saying is correct. Um, you should be ashamed of yourself for not having that fortune. Yeah, I was surprised that Blue Chips is the lowest rate. I think about it. I probably got Blue Chips too. Did you take money? Did you take money? No, Coach, there's no Coach. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like one of my favorite movies. Uh, favorite we won the damn game, didn't we? We just didn't cover the damn game. <laughs> When he when he, uh, when he told Tony get get Tony a tutor for TV, <laughs> <Watch> <laughs> <the> TV. 
Oh my god, yo, we used to come to that shit all the goddamn time in college, man. We just walk up to each other while we on the court. Did you take money? While you on the court, man. Oh, looking at us like we crazy, man. Yeah, but Chris, I'm so young ass. And Fab Five is winning this so far. Blue Chips at fourteen percent. Glory Road is twenty two. I hate Christian Layton at thirty. And the Fab Five, which was dope. Is that yeah, that was pretty good. It was dope, but I mean, I'm going blue chips just because blue of, chips. just because of Tony. Yeah, I went, I went blue. I picked blue chips, and I was kind of shocked at the results that I was looking at. And this okay. is like almost ten thousand votes now. Checking them, checking the clock again. Blue <laughs> <chips> <laughs> <about>. <laughs> Tony was my guy. Tony was my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, anybody that's listening to this podcast, if you don't understand what we're talking about. Stop watching. Stop listening to the podcast right now. <laughs> Go watch Blue Chips and then come back. Tony was, Tony my, was my guy. My guy. Look at him. We got to watch the cocky game. Go steal his ass. Go steal his ass four years later. Four <laughs> years rewind later. that tape like fifty times over and over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said he was watching the clock. It was like, dude, it's because you keep rewinding it, motherfucker. Look, it's the same damn play. The clock keeps going back. About that scene always is the one coach that was new. That was egging the whole thing on. He yeah, was just like, look yeah, at him. with the glass. Look, look at, at him. him. Yeah, he's like, yeah. look at him. Washington Hockey. Yeah, look at him. You know, I'm surprised. Buddy got mad as hell. Oh, my God. Man, that was a black dude, wasn't it? The yeah, black yeah, dude yeah. Was he was yeah. mad as hell. That was his buddy. Man, yeah. Chris, get your ass to uh, Cody or something and go watch Blue Chips. As a oh matter of fact, I'm going to go watch Blue Chips tonight. Blue chips. I'm gonna watch Blue Chips tonight, and I'm gonna watch um, Above the Rim because I, I love I love Above the Rim. Above the Rim is dope too. Is Blue Chips about Duke? No, it's fictional. Uh, uh, fictional Western College. University. Yeah, yeah. The Western. Yeah, 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 yeah. What were they? The Dolphins or something? Yeah, something stupid what, like that. The Dolphins. It was um, but it was you know it was Shaq, Penny, uh, Calvert Chaney was in there. It was a uh, uh, Bobby Hurley was in. There it was a lot of dudes in that movie. Yeah, a random ass white dude, farm boy. Yeah, random ass <laughs> farm boy who could hit a mid range jump shot. Like no tomorrow. Some shit you would never see in the league today. Okay, we're going to wrap this up because this is a longer podcast than we've ever done in a long, long time. So, um, Chris, why are you mad? You know why Chris, I'm mad? Oh, shit, he came off of mute. Why are you mad, Chris? He went back on mute. Rob. I'm so tired of. Oh, shit, he back. Fans of sports and athletes feel the need to count other like players' money. I, I understand that you think like I was listening to um, uh, Bernstein and Golf today, and there was a fan that called into the show talking about Jake Arrieta um, signing with the Phillies for three years and seventy five million, and saying, "Well, if he really wanted to win, if he really loved the team, he would have took a pay cut." And what profession other than professional athletes do you ever hear of someone taking a pay cut and that being a good thing? Come on, Jake better take that money now because he ain't never take gonna get it because he's he forty-seven he years old. Another contract like this, get he's paid. He's forty-seven years old. He ain't gonna get paid again. He better take that money. I mean, this Lucky is he got that millions of dollars. It's not thousands. It's not ten thousand. It's millions of dollars in difference. And to be honest, the Cubs didn't want him back in the first place. No, not a, not not with him breaking down once or twice a year now over the last two years or so. He was still dope. He peaked, but they, they were they were right to move on. Yeah, Boris. I mean, to me, he is the reason why we won a championship. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. you you That's move true. you move on and you get you get better. Boris, why are you mad? 
I'm mad because that story that came out not too long ago about um, Blackish pulled an episode. Um, you guys yeah. heard about this? Yeah. That, where they were talking about uh, Colin Kaepernick and uh, NFL players taking a knee. And uh, they pulled the episode over creative differences between the the director, the creator, and, and ABC. And uh, I think that's bullshit. The call, <laughs> Morris. That kind of shit pisses yeah. me off, man. That good is call. a very, very good reason to be mad. Rob, why are you mad? I don't know if y'all mentioned this because I've missed a few podcasts. I don't know if we had this happen uh, since the last time I've been on. I'm mad at the NBA for basically coming at my bulls and saying that, you know, telling them who they need to start and that they can't bench Holiday and a healthy uh, Sideshow Bob. I can't think of the kid's name right now. Right. Robert Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Roll up. Benching them uh, when you got other teams in the NBA that are essentially doing the same thing and they're just kind of hiding it under the guise of a bruised knee or whatever the case is. And the Bulls are saying, hey, these dudes ain't hurt. We're just, we're getting a look at other players. So yeah, I, I shouldn't get a letter from the NBA telling me, look, you got to play these guys if they're healthy. I don't have to do anything. Or and then the Bulls messed up by saying or by not just maybe starting them playing them for five minutes and then putting the players who you want to play in there. They probably should have just did that or made up some injury or what make up an injury or if you if you have to play Robin fucking Lopez and Justin Holiday, fine. All right, I'll start them. You really don't have to play Holiday. Nawabi is better than him anyway. But if you're trying to tank, you probably should play him. Yeah. You probably play him. Play Holiday, please. He's a tank. He's a tank lieutenant. <laughs> I mean, if you really had the worst, I feel like Nawala can pull down nine and ten rebounds a game. I mean, she, he, he could jump high enough. I don't think yeah. anybody's keeping him off of the run, off of the boards with that athleticism. It's crazy. Six five jumping like that. Okay. Why am I mad? I don't watch football anymore. I don't. But I still I still follow my team throughout the season and through uh Twitter. And the San Francisco 49ers signed Richard fucking Sherman. I fucking hate Richard Sherman. <laughs> and generally, as a, as a rule, when a player signs to my team... I have to like them now. I have to like them. Not with this guy. <laughs> Fuck Richard Sherman. His Adderall-addicted, coke-snorting nose. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he's on the 49ers or not. Still hate him. I'm mad that the 49ers signed him. That's it for the According Sources <laughs> podcast. Um, I'm glad you guys have joined us. Uh, we tried to put a podcast out a couple uh, last week. Actually, it didn't work out, but we came back as quickly as we can. Um, you know where to find us, According to Sources at gmail.com if you have questions for me or hate mail for Chris. Um, A2 Sources on Twitter, According to Sources on Facebook, uh, According to Sources on Twitch, if for some reason you follow us on Twitch. Um, we're part of a, ET, uh, a podcast network, the ETMF Podcast Network. You can go there and find uh, a bunch of different podcasts, perus, find something that you like. Um, we also, oh, before we go, Chris has something coming up, I believe, April 1st with uh, Ball Sports. They're going to be doing, uh, I think, uh, what are you doing, Chris? You you're, you guys are looking back on the Bulls season? Is that what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, sources and Ball um, ball on Bulls. We're having a um, kind of a crossover show. We're doing both of our shows together from the same day, reflecting on the Bulls season next season and a draft status. So look out for that one. And um, shout out to Devin. This is his 31st birthday today. Shout out to the mayor of the Light Skin Coalition. Probably neck deep in some white women right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
also, uh, be on the lookout for any other podcast that Chris puts together without me knowing, because this was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there. He just told me, yeah, Boris is down the podcast tomorrow. And I'm just like, Wait, what? Oh, and I'm doing the podcast. Like, I'm, we're doing a crossover podcast with Ball. And I'm like, oh, we are. When, when the hell is that happening? Oh, cool. Fuck oh, so okay. that shit. Yes, let's go. <laughs> hey, I was telling Boris, do your thing, Chris, man. You, you I, ain't you it. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. But yep. Boris, Chris, Rob, I'm Dre. This has been the Corner Sources. We out. Peace. We're like you fat. Who's fat? Jason Willock. We're like. You're fat. <laughs> <laughs>